Today, I'd like to discuss space exploration. Some of the topics I'd cover will be the cost of exploration, the effects of travel on the human body, and if long-term travel is even possible. Let's begin in 1961. Our president at the time was John F. Kennedy. He believed that man could reach the moon before the end of the decade. One major obstacle to this happening was cost. At the time, each citizen of the United States contributed approximately $20 each year to NASA for research into space travel. President Kennedy knew that it would not be enough to accomplish his goal. Then, he asked that our government raise the annual contribution from $20 to $26. That was a big ask financially. In modern day terms, that would be like the equivalent of asking every U.S. citizen to contribute $200 of their hard-earned money to NASA for research and development into space travel. Some even argued that asking people to contribute that much money is not a good investment. Some even considered a luxury, not a need. But President Kennedy believed it was a sound investment. At the time, we were in a space race with Russia. This race accelerated our country's advancement in science and technology, making the extra cost each citizen worth it. President Kennedy got his funding, and the race with the Soviet Union began. Once funding was secured, research could begin to figure out on how to be the first country to put a man on the moon. One of the first difficulties NASA had to address was gravity. I think we could all agree that gravity is a major reason human beings thrive so well on our Earth. Gravity is what keeps us grounded on our planet. It is measurable, dependable, and reliable. NASA needed to figure out what happens to our bodies once we're outside of the friendly confines of our planet. Valerie Neal, curator of the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum, stated, All of the normal things we take for granted, nobody's quite sure what would happen. Will they be able to swallow properly? Will they be able to see properly? NASA needed to do experiments to find these things out. Early experiments were done with animals, namely mice, monkeys, and dogs. Then, in 1962, astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth. They sent him into orbit with a tube of applesauce. They wanted to know if he could be able to swallow it when he ate it. Other things they needed to figure out were motion sickness, muscle and bone strength loss, movement of fluids within the body, and the effects of cosmic radiation. Research began on these as well as other areas in exploration. By 1969, Apollo 11 became the first spacecraft to land on the moon. Since that time, we have set up additional manned shuttle missions, as well as several unmanned probes that are traveling and collecting data as we try to map out our universe. Now, we need to discuss if long-term travel is even possible. We have made it to the moon and back. The next goal on our horizon is to see if we can make it to Mars. Mars is a long ways away. It is approximately 50 million miles away. For comparison's sake, the moon is only 238,000 miles away. In terms of space travel, it would take our shuttles about three days to get to the moon. It would take us about 300 days to get to Mars, depending on our speed and its distance from the sun. As you might guess, there would be considerable challenges in getting us there, as well as get, setting up exploration facilities and getting us back home again. One tool that has helped us on our research of the understanding of space travel is the International Space Station, which can be seen by the naked eye from Earth. It is a large satellite in the orbit of our planet. It is run and operated by the United States, Russia, Japan, Canada, and some European countries. It has a crew of six people. Over the, year, over the tw last 20 years, the individuals up there have done research on many of the possible challenges and obstacles we could encounter on a mission to Mars. They have studied the long-term effects of space travel on the human body, as well as experiments on the various types of materials we would need to travel the great distances. There are very real hopes that one day we will be able to study Mars. For now, we'll continue our research.